From never picking up a golf club in her life to becoming one of media's most followed golf hosts, Alyssa Kesar is definitely one to follow. She shows what it's like to learn a new sport in the eyes of the media, and you may also learn from her where to find the best cocktails on the golf course. Alyssa discusses how women can be included in business deals on the golf course and how to gain more confidence in becoming a female included in the sport. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lady Empire. I have such an amazing guest here and we are actually twins. We're matching. We showed up in the same outfit, um, which is amazing. So Alyssa, thank you so much for being here today. Hi Elle, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. So let's just jump right in and um, let's just start off with you talking to us a little bit about your childhood, where you come from, anything you want to share there. Yeah. So I'm originally from the East Coast. I grew up in New Jersey, went to college there, and then lived in North Jersey, just about west of New York City until about four and a half years ago. Um, After that, I moved to San Diego. So I've been here now and it's been such a fun move. No more snow, no more winters. And now I just have like perfect weather here in San Diego all the time. Um, Back in New Jersey, I started out as a high school teacher. I worked at an all boys high school and I had such a great experience. The kids were awesome. I taught health, ed, um, first aid, two business courses, and I got to coach. I grew up playing soccer. I played soccer in college. Uh, and then after that, I, when I was going to move to San Diego, I was kind of ready to start a brand new chapter. Um, not that I didn't love teaching. I had a great experience, but I was really ready to do something new. I didn't know what it was going to be, um, but I knew that I was just going to kind of relax into it, see what came my way, and then go from there, which is kind of what led me into what I do today. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about what you do do today. Um, And I first want to start off with what started your love for golf? What sort of triggered that? Um, Especially not, I'm not sure actually if you played growing up, but if you didn't, what sort of led you to start learning and develop that love for golf? Yeah. So I didn't grow up playing golf. Um, I hadn't actually touched a golf club until I moved to San Diego and uh, my boyfriend loves to play. So I wanted to be able to play with him. So I told myself that if I was going to learn to play golf, I wanted to do it the right way. So I started taking lessons right from the get go. In doing so, I started my Instagram account at new lady golfer. And basically it was set up to document a beginner, you know, learning golf but not at a young age, kind of as an adult. So the so I started the account and it was just basically all things beginner golf and it got some nice momentum and I got a couple really great media opportunities uh, to work in the golf space early on in starting my Instagram, which has, which is what helped me go from the girl that was on Instagram showing she's learning golf to now working in the media space. Gotcha. So how did you sort of get over that intimidation of it really being a male-dominated sport, right? I feel like a lot of women are scared to even go to a golf course, let alone pick up a club, right? So talk to us a little bit about how you got over that intimidation factor. 
You know, I I want to say at times I'm more intimidated now, four years in. Um, I kind of didn't know what I was getting myself into as far as, you know, the difficulty or the challenges, but I'm so glad that I did. I wouldn't obviously change a thing, but I was very fortunate and very lucky to have a lot of welcoming people, a lot of patient people that I would play with that um, were very encouraging and they knew I was a beginner and uh, I think they also understand how difficult the sport is. So if anything, I felt like I was very supported uh, and very encouraged because they knew that I was trying really hard and I was taking lessons and I was practicing all the time. So even though out on the course, I wasn't always having or scoring really great or always able to hit really good shots. It was more like, well, we know this girl is practicing and trying really hard. So we're not going to falter for not being able to score so great as a beginner. So I was really lucky to have a supportive group of people that got that part. Also, you know, golf is difficult, no matter if you've been playing for one year or 10 years, it's hard. And I also, one thing I also did at the beginning that I think was really helpful for me that gave me confidence was I had a coach and I was taking lessons. So that's something I always tell people if they're looking to get into golf or they're going to be brand new, uh, to definitely get some professional instruction, whether it's small groups or one-on-one coaching, because it really does help with confidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I was going to bring that up later on. Um, I saw that you had started taking lessons and wanted to ask, you know, truly how important you think that is, especially for new beginners or especially just for females in general, trying to get used to being in this environment and, um, involved in the sport in general. So everyone get out there and take some lessons. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's crucial. I think it's crucial. The golf swing as easy as it looks and as effortless as the professionals make it look, we have a way of making it a lot more complicated than it is. Um, but when you have a coach and you have somebody teaching you how to do it the right way, it's obviously very helpful because what a lot of people end up doing is they don't, they don't get taught necessarily the right way. And then they kind of build in bad habits or they just get in, you know, a certain swing ingrained in their, you know, just, muscle memory, that it becomes really difficult to undo those bad habits. So if you're kind of a blank canvas from the beginning and you work with a coach, they can sort of build your golf swing from the ground up and do it the right way from day one. Right. Um, And I wanted to jump back to the point you brought up about um, being involved with the right people, right? And it And it kind of brought me back to this story. I actually love to play golf too and kind of grew up in a golf family. Um, So one time I was just going to play golf with my dad and um, we, of course, got paired up with two other men. So automatically I was already intimidated. I was the only female, um, not very good, right? I don't even think I've uh, broke a hundred (laughs) yet. So so I'm like, okay. I'm like, they're going to think I suck. I, they're going to judge my swing. Right. And you're just thinking of all these things. Um, and I remember, um, you know, everyone goes up to the tee box and kind of chats and, you know, you meet each other and, um, you know, you're chatting. And so I kind of stayed back. Um, just, it was just instinct. Cause I was so uncomfortable. And my dad's like, no, like you get up here, you like have confidence, get up on the tee yeah. box, talk to these guys, Um, And so that's always stuck with me of like, no, I deserve to be up here too. And I shouldn't feel like I have to stay back and kind of be on my own, you know? Absolutely. And you know, what's funny about golf is everybody is so focused on their own game and their own score and their own shots and like finding their own ball that 
a lot of times we're putting these expectations and pressures on ourselves. Nobody else really has expectations of us or there or anything. And um, like, I couldn't even tell you, obviously I'm rooting whenever I play with people, I'm always rooting for them, cheering for them, like saying nice shot, but I really don't know what they're scoring. Like it was funny. Uh, Yesterday I was playing with my friend and uh, I hit like a good shot onto the green and then made the putt. And she goes, Oh, was that a birdie? And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> no, that was, that was a bogey. And you know, like yeah. she, she wasn't, she, she didn't know like how many shots I had hit, you know, like, so people aren't just watching you. They're kind of worrying about their own game. So we put these pressures and expectations on ourselves when nobody else is really paying that much attention. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. That was one thing I had to con- constantly remind myself, you know, like I'm, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and no one cares. Yeah. Like you said, they're doing their yeah. own thing. They're not analyzing what you're doing. So, um, that's a good right. point. I love that. Um, so talk to us about some of these different events that you've hosted. Um, I saw you did an LGP or LPGA event, um, the Kia classic at Tory Pines. Um, if our listeners don't know, Tory Pines is a very, very famous course, Um, so talk to us a little bit about some of these different events that you've been working on. So the LPGA event that that we have here in San Diego is actually held at Aviara golf club in Carlsbad, which is a stunning course, but the farmer's insurance open, which is a PGA tour event for the men is held at Torrey Pines. So that event is just spectacular. Uh, I'm coming up on my fourth year of a role that they've termed social media host. Uh, that tournament is held the end of January every year and Torrey Pines and the Pacific ocean is are just, a, it's just the perfect stage for the event and always has a great crowd. It's such a fun event because it draws not only the golf crowd, but the California lifestyle crowd, the people that love to be out in the sunshine. They like to socialize, maybe have some cocktails, and check out the golf that's going on around the course. So I just love being a part of this event. It's so well run. I love the team that works so hard all year behind the scenes. They're a pleasure to work with. And then you have this great sponsor in Farmers Insurance and um, and the PGA Tour. So it's just a great event. I, I love being a part of it. And my role there is to really be that intermediary person to get the fans and all of our guests that will be on course all of the information that they need from stuff as simple as where Uber and rideshare drops off to where they can get different cocktails around the course or the best places to watch the golf, things like that. So my role is really about fan engagement, which is really fun for me because I love seeing our guests on course have a great time. Yeah, that's such a fun position. I love that so much. Um, And do you think a lot of that stemmed from just what you've been able to create on Instagram and through your own social media? I mean, how did these organizations even find you and see what you were working on prior? Yes, social media, when used for in in the right ways, I think is such a great tool. I mean, it is really the sole sole source of my success or my ability to have trans like transition from just a girl learning a sport on, on social media to actually now building a media career. And I just think I'm so grateful, you know, I'm so grateful. So one thing I think that really helped was when I was starting the Instagram was that I had a very clear content strategy and obviously was able to, I stayed very focused on that content strategy 
and then just made sure that I stayed very genuine in everything that I posted. So ideally, I would like if you met me in person, you would be like, that's the exact same girl that I see on social media every right. single day. So I'm hope I'm thinking that with, you know, great the the laser focused content strategy and also just work being genuine and being myself on my social media posts, whether it's story or feed or now reels, that that is the draw for brands, that I'm attracting the brands and the companies that align with me and want to work with me. Right. So let's talk a little bit about um, how important golf is to business, right? I think that's almost really why it's such a male dominated sport, right? Like a lot of deals could happen on the business. I mean, on the golf course, right? So how, how, how can women be a part of that? How can they take a step into that, be included in these major business deals, be included in business and feel comfortable doing so. Right. Um, yeah. Can you you shed some light on that? Yeah, you're exactly right. It's um, number one, I think why it's used for so many different business situations is because within a very short period of time in the grand scheme of things, four and a half, five hours, you can really learn a lot about a person. You can learn how they handle adversity. You can learn how they, if they abide by the rules, you, you could just learn so much by spending four hours in a golf cart next to somebody. So I think that's why it's used in that regard. Also, because it's supposed to be like a fun outdoor activity, but like you learn so much <laughs> so right. fast. Right. So I think that with the way sort of the world is shifting and we're trying to get more women in the room and um, really have you know women be in more powerful positions, which I'm all for, I think that we need to just take it upon ourselves to keep being like, no, we, this is, I can do this. This is great. And like, I haven't had the experience really where men have like been prejudiced against me on the golf course, which has been great. And I think that we need to give them a little bit more credit in that regard, because for the ma- majority of my experience, they're like, hey, they love it. They, right. they love to see more women on the golf course. So um, I don't want to make it sound like they're not. Right. But, um, I think just for a female, I think it's so beneficial. And if I would tell like a younger girl, like girls younger than me, it's a great thing to do. Even if it's just an extra hobby is to learn golf because it just kind of opens up that little extra area of opportunity where you could be like, um, oh yeah, I golf. Like I can join, I can play in the charity event and do this and do that. And it's such great networking, such great networking. I've met so many people in and out of the golf world and it's definitely opened up some other doors for me for different avenues when it comes to business. So women definitely, it's something that women, more women should take advantage of as long as they could get over the fact of being a little bit uncomfortable. But I will say, I remember the first time I was going out on a golf course, I was playing with my boyfriend and two of his friends and these guys have been playing their whole, their whole life, just socially, not anything, you know, formal. And I was just like, okay, in my head, I'm like, if these guys have been playing for a really long time, that must mean they're really good. And they hit good shots all the time. I just didn't realize. So we get out to the range and we're warming up and I'm nervous. So I'm watching them and they're messing up and making mistakes. And I said to myself, oh, okay, like I'll be fine because I know I'm going to make mistakes out there too, but it looks like everybody is going to be making mistakes. So it's just getting over that initial 
um, uncomfortable, nervous, feeling anxious, which I'm not going to lie. There are still times where golf situations that even after four years that I feel that way. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you survived. You didn't die. You will wake up again tomorrow and it will be okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You made it. You survived. Um, Yeah. 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 Oh, you bring up (laughs) such a great point about the networking piece too. And I even am thinking back to um, this trade show that we had for um, uh, my job previously. And, you know, like it's a three day long thing and there's different events. And, you know, the first event, um, they were like, oh, yeah, you can um, come golfing. You can create groups and teams and and go golfing. Right. And um, and so our manager reached out to our team. He's like, oh, like we can start setting up our groups for golf. And, um, it was interesting to see like how the females sort of backed away and they're like, oh, like we don't golf. We can't be a part of this event. We can't participate. Right. And I just felt like so lucky to have grown up playing golf and being like, oh yeah, I can join. Like, I love golf. I want to play. Um, so I'm just thinking back to different scenarios that maybe women could be put in where they can't participate or be a part of something. If, um, you know, it's really just about these guys going out there and and networking and having fun together. So um, you bring up a yeah. great point about that networking piece. Yeah, it's great, you know, and you just have to be able, you don't even necessarily have to be, and this is for men and women, you don't necessarily have to be the best player. You just have to be aware and know kind of how the game works, right? So right. If, you're, if you're making a mistake or you're hitting too many shots or you're just you're, you're hitting too many strokes for that hole. Hey, just pick up the ball, keep it moving. Like again, nobody cares and nobody is judging, right? Right. It's more, are you a pleasure to be around? Are you having fun? Are you smiling? Are you laughing? Are you saying good shot when somebody hits a good shot? Like it's no big deal, right? right. Yesterday, it still happens sometimes on a certain hole. Even the other day, I think it was on the PGA tour. A guy came off of getting a triple bow. This is a professional triple bogey. So probably a seven on a a par four next hole, hole in one, you know, like it's just golf. It's just golf. It's just a bad swing or a bad hole. You have to really have a short memory and just honestly fun out there. Right. At the end of the day, you're spending four hours out in the sunshine on a golf course, maybe having a cocktail, hanging with friends. Life is good. Good. Yeah. Life is good. (laughs) Yes. It's all good. (laughs) Um, okay. Awesome. So talk to us a little bit about who your biggest role models are in this space, whether they're male, female, who do you really look up to, um, in this golf world? So from a golf media standpoint, I am part of an agency, uh, called the digital golf collective. And I think that we have some really talented creators, and golfers in our agency. So I look to people that I work with, whether they're in the golf space or not, just really talented, creative creators on the social media platforms. I just try to draw inspiration from them. We have, I always um, talk about her when people ask me this question, Tisha Allen, she's in the golf space, former pro turned golf media personality, just crushes it on TikTok and Instagram. And she's just so thoughtful and creative behind the content pieces that she comes up with. So I just love looking at social media and finding creators that are really talented, really 
uh, unique in their approach and style. And I just love to draw inspiration from different trends that are going on. I try to replicate that, but bring my own spin on it, you know, um, right. otherwise there wouldn't be trends if we were always completely coming up with, uh, unique content, but, um, yeah, just whether it's golf space or not, I just love to look on social media, admire what people are doing. And then the ones that really speak to me, try to, you know, draw inspiration from, from their content. So it's really fun in that regard, trying to come up with new things all the time and staying relevant, being entertaining, educational, right. Serving my audience. Cause that is why they're there. Um, and, and understanding the type of content that they're looking for as I'm like going through my own creative process, because my main thing from day one was I'm a beginner golfer, but I'm going to take you along on the journey and I'm going to, you know, hopefully throw out information that helps you too. Right. So I love staying true to that content strategy that I mentioned before, but I mean, when I'm scrolling TikTok sometimes and literally just being a consumer, people are funny and yeah. so creative and the things that they come up with, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is good. Yeah. You know, I love when I get come across that one piece or, you know, just somebody's video that just makes me laugh out loud. I love it. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And TikTok, you can really get down in a hole there. I've been there. I'm like, am oh, I on yeah. like hour two or three of just sitting here <laughs> scrolling through all this stuff? Oh yeah. Um, I call it the real rabbit. I call it the real rabbit hole. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. funny. So yeah. um, I know we talked a lot about how huge lessons are um, for new beginners, do you have any other advice for young women, um, any aged women who um, want to start playing golf? They don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. Um, what's your best advice for them? So after the lesson advice, whether it's small group or one-on-one -on -one lessons, because I started in a small group. And then I think that that's kind of what helped. Once I got enough confidence and built up enough skill level, I was then ready to move on to the one-on-one. -on -one. So sometimes a group can be a little bit more informal and you feel less pressure because that way you don't have a coach's eyes just staring at you, uh, just you. It's more in a small group environment. I feel on social media, there are a ton of ladies groups. Uh, there are a lot of women out there that are trying to start golf groups just for women. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's amazing. And I'm seeing more and more pop up. I know a girl here in San Diego who does one called Babes Golf. I know a girl named Tori in Arizona. She does women like golf clinics, women's golf trips. Um, and then even over in the UK, there's a, a group called Scratch Women and they're just popping up everywhere. So if you just, if you look for them or kind of see what's going on in your community, again, social media is such a great tool for that. Also, if you're looking for other females to play with, Look in your area for other girls uh, on social media and send them a DM. I love, I played with a girl yesterday. Uh, she just had sent me a DM. She's like, I'm looking for more women to play with and like, let me know if you ever have an extra spot. And yesterday was the first, I hadn't met her before. And um, she came down to San Diego and we played and we had a great time. And um, it's happened multiple times like that. That's another question I get asked is girls saying like, how can I find more women to play with? Right. And literally just send the person, a, send the person a message because more oftentimes it will probably pan out to meeting up, whether it's at the range or a golf course. So I love the idea of using Google, using social media to find those women's golf groups that are popping up because 
They are usually very informal, very fun, very social, but also you'll learn the golf etiquette. You'll have a group of girls there kind of in the same boat as you with varying skill levels. And I think that's great. Mm -hmm. So that would be my next advice is just hit the internet, social media, and find some women's golf groups because they're popping up all over. Absolutely. And I just want to finish out um, with what your favorite golf courses are that you've played or some of the golf courses that are on your bucket list. So I've been very fortunate to play some bucket list golf courses. One of, obviously I love Torrey Pines for multiple reasons, but um, I also love Pebble Beach up in Monterey. It is just spectacular. The views are incredible. You have a good weather day and I mean, it is the best. And I think the Monterey Peninsula area, they have a ton of great golf courses up there. Uh, on a, like I said, weather's good. You can't beat the golf up there. Uh, bucket list. Really what's left is, I mean, dream course is Augusta mm -hmm. national, right. In Georgia mm -hmm. where they hold the masters. Um, that's the main one on my bucket list. I'm manifesting that I'm sourcing it. And I hope that one day I get that invite to be able to get it on there. <laughs> oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. Keep manifesting. I yeah, know. I believe it. I believe yeah. it. I believe it. I just hope that I can, you know, actually play and have a good, well, I'll have a good time out there regardless of how I play, but yeah. I'll probably feel like I'm stepping on like sacred ground out there. Yeah. I know you'll be like inching your way. You're like, okay, don't touch this. Yeah. Don't mess up this. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. So Alyssa, where can our listeners find you on social media? Where can they follow what you're doing and see what you're working on? Yeah, well, I would love for you guys to follow me on my social media channels, Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at New Lady Golfer. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This was so fun, so exciting. Um, I have some tips that I'm actually going to take away from this conversation. So I know our listeners will too. So thank you. Thank Great. you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Elle. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Mm -hmm.